It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Terry McLaurin will be at training camp thanks to a new contract extension reported by Adam Schefter on Tuesday. Then Dan Snyder may have been in France recently, but he's taking a page from the Spaniards playbook when it comes to dealing with Congress. All of that plus Sam Howell says he's ready to play if asked to do so right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Our Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Locked On Commanders is free, and it's available on all platforms, including now on YouTube and the WUSA 9 Plus app. WUSA 9, your CBS affiliate in Washington, D.C., has a new streaming app that is a game changer for local news and sports in the DMV. Just download WSA 9 Plus app now from your Roku or Amazon Fire TV stick. I'm David Harrison, writer covering for the Washington Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. My partner is Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show, which you can find live on the Team 980 Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time or anytime along with this show on the Odyssey app. You can find us on Twitter as well at dharrison82, at russellmania621, and at LO Commanders. All right, and once again, we thank you for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen or your first watch of the day. And, David, we're back, and what do you know? We have good breaking news for a change. Oh, my goodness. Wait, stop the presses. We actually get to talk about something positive and something football. Oh, my goodness. The Washington Commanders did the right thing. Before we even tell you what they did, they did the right thing. They deserve to be commended. They deserve to take command and do all their crazy little social media stuff. The Washington Commanders have signed Terry McLaurin to a long-term contract extension, reported, as you mentioned at the top, by Adam Schefter first, a three-year contract extension, meaning he is under team control until 2000. 25 for four more years, and then we'll see what happens. And he gets new money worth up to, worth up to $71 million, uh, with a heavy, heavy, heavy percentage of it guaranteed. It's, uh, in the range of 75, 76% in terms of guaranteed money as part of the new money and a $28 million signing bonus. David, finally. It's time to celebrate something positive, something good. It feels like it's been forever. Yeah, look, I mean, the probably, you know, the first piece of good news uh that we we've seen come out of this 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 organization since the NFL draft and and, and kind of going back and this is a little bit of a different story, right? But Ben Standing of the Athletic recently, the Athletic compiled uh from all their beat writers a list of like the best move for each team during the offseason and Ben said that the Commanders best move this offseason was the trade back in the first round from uh from from their first their original first round pick, trading back, gaining some other picks, and then flipping some of those gained picks into some additional picks, uh, even in some other trades. 
and then bringing in guys like Jahan Dodson, like Fedaria Mathis, Brian Robinson Jr., Cole Turner, Sam Howe, guys that we're all very, very excited about. Percy Butler, another one of those players. So really since then, like this is this is the best thing uh, that's come down, which for a lot of NFL teams that's the case, right? You have the NFL draft. You don't have a lot of news really coming down uh, between then and then training camp. But for the Washington Commanders, of course, this team always has news percolating, and we're going to talk about some more of that here in a second, but most of that is negative, you know, and, and and we see it in the comments, Chris, we see it on Twitter. We, we feel it ourselves when we get on the show and we got to lead off the show with some, some piece of negativity, you know, nobody, nobody wants to deal with that. So it's good to see uh, that the commanders get this thing done. But I think what's, what's really impressive is now on, on average annual value of his contract, Terry McLaurin in the top 10, uh, you know, spot track and, and over the cap, they're going to evaluate this contract based on, the entirety of the four years that Terry has, because again, this is a three-year true extension, which means his current year will still be played under that three million dollar or so cap hit that he was coming into the year with. This new money is all new again, additional new money picking up in 2023. So the annual average value of the new money, 23.6 million dollars. Which, if you go back to our off-season conversations, right, we have been ballparking around the 22 and a half million dollar uh, landscape now. The speculation was how much did Terry want? Did he want 25, 26, maybe even going up to 27 to start to kind of reset the market uh, a little bit, leverage the fact that he's done so well with really uh, below average at best quarterback play uh, during his career so far. And then we also speculated, right, Chris, that in order to bring, if he was asking for 26, 25, $27 million even, bringing that number down was probably going to take a little bit of a higher guarantee than most teams usually like to give. Well, it turns out, I mean, look, you know, we're, it's not 22 and a half, it's 26.6 or, or 23.6, and it's not fully guaranteed, but it's it's a lot of guaranteed money. So it seems like the tea leaves were being read correctly in this situation, which always makes you happy because it means that the feel of the franchise, the feel of the player, seem to be along uh, the same path that we, we believe them to be. Absolutely. And just to provide a little more context, and you're absolutely right on that, some of the things that we had talked about, uh, like you said, a lower AAV, more money guaranteed. We mentioned 76 uh, percent of it guaranteed. Uh, Spot Track is listing the new wide receiver contract guaranteed this way. Terry McLaurin at 54 million reported. That's what they're listing it as, uh, which would put him behind AJ Brown at 57.2, Devontae Adams at 65.6, Stefan Diggs at 70, Tyreek Hill at 72.2, and Cooper Cup at 75 million. But in terms of pure signing bonus, right? You look at Terry who got 28 million in signing bonus, David. And, Again, these numbers are a bunch of gobbledygook, okay? But they're for, you know, they're important to the overall puzzle picture. You look at a guy like Christian Kirk, who just earlier this year got a rich contract that a lot of people weren't expecting. His signing bonus was $20 million. You look at uh, Stefan Diggs, who you just mentioned, and I just mentioned about the total guarantee. His signing bonus was only $21.5. You look at A.J. Brown, 23.2. So Terry got something here for, in exchange for a lower. It seems like in exchange for a lower AAV, okay, and on top of that, keeping that final year of his contract, which you and I have talked about many times, and I know I've talked about on the radio, right? I'm sure that's what the the team was was pushing for. Hey, let's do an extension, not a total rip-up job. Let's keep the number presumably low in this year, meaning 2022, which it was scheduled to be around $3 million. We don't know what the final number will ultimately turn out to be. We'll have to wait, and we'll, of course, provide that as soon as we get that information. But let's keep that 
that, and let's give you a higher percentage like we talked about. Let's give you a higher signing bonus than other guys got. Let's give it to you in different ways instead of 26 AAV or 27 AAV or even 25-5, quite honestly, to beat A.J. Brown. Yeah, absolutely. And and a big part of that, too, is salary cap management. You talk about, you look at this season alone, I mean, look, you know, past the OTA, past the, the mini camp phase of things, you don't really expect a lot of movement uh, from, from team rosters. Typically, you kind of like to roll in. You've already started some of the install and the language familiarity. And when you talk about other positions, especially defensive positions, you're not only are you having to learn the playbook, the calls, and the checks, but also you have to learn your teammates. So you, the later you get in the process, the harder it is to bring in new names. But again, this team knows better than a lot. Injuries happen, you know what I mean? And depending on which numbers you believe, the Washington Commanders have somewhere around 16 to $18 million uh, in cap space, and they just re-signed their at least most you know famous offensive player. Uh, I would say their most established offensive player on the roster um, to, a, to a great deal. But this year's money is still intact, which means if you need, for whatever reason, knock on wood, someone goes down and you need to go out there and pursue another player, or you need to go pursue a trade. I mean, listen, you know, again, knock on wood before I say this, but let's say Logan Thomas has a setback, and you have John Bates, Cole Turner, who they're looking pretty good, granted. But look, the Dallas Cowboys are in a little bit of a sticky situation, and I know, I know, I know, interdivision trades, always a bad idea, always a terrible thing to talk about. But look, Dalton Schultz isn't happy. So let's say, you know, the Cowboys, you're in a rock and hard place. Washington becomes in a rock and hard place. You work out a little bit where you both kind of come across looking like you got messed, you know, you got, you got, uh, you got ripped off a little bit in the deal. But you make a deal, Washington gets their tight end, Dallas gets rid of their headache, and, and those things move on. Again, I know a lot of people are, are going to hate the idea of an NFC East trade. But I'm just saying, when you have that cap flexibility now that Washington has, you have that ability to make those moves. And if you don't need to make those moves, again, let's all hope that Logan Thomas continues to recover, comes back no problem. Then next year you get what we call rollover money. The cap goes up a little bit. The rollover comes in. Carson Wentz reasonably speaking, not the most expensive starting quarterback in the National Football League. So if he does well, you still have him for a very solid price. If he doesn't do well, you're clearing another $25 million north of $25 million off the books as it is. You're talking about a Washington Commanders team, Chris. That could have, I don't know, let's ballpark $50, $60 million of salary cap space and a very young, very talented roster to inject a new quarterback into. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Uh, and 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 again, for everybody that thought, oh, that a Terry McLaurin contract had to take up all of that money that they had saved by not being super active in free agency, you just illustrated it uh, pretty perfectly. I, again, it gives you flexibility to add people down the line. Who knows? Maybe it's a you know a middle linebacker comes free. Um, you know, late in the game or an outside linebacker with, again, Cole Holcomb playing there or a corner, a veteran corner gets cut. Again, there could be, or tight end, like you mentioned. I mean, there's a myriad of possibilities. And now that you know exactly what Terry's going to cost you, not only this year, David, but also in the next three years after that. So for a total of four more years under team control until 2025, and then theoretically even more, because I guess you could franchise tag him uh, when the contract expires. You know, now you know what you can work work with but also in years to come and I want to point out one other quick thing I mentioned the signing bonuses and where Terry is again reported a 28 million dollar signing bonus assuming that that report is true David that actually tops DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. for signing bonus 
there is in the wide receiver market, even with all the new deals, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, all, all the guys at Cooper Cup that we mentioned, Terry at 28, again, assuming that that's true and that's a 100% signing bonus, he eclipses DeAndre Hopkins, 27.5. So in that, that's the way that Terry gets his number one slot, if you will, as part of this negotiation. Yeah, absolutely. So Terry McLaurin comes out of this thing a winner. The Washington Commanders come out of this thing a winner. Dan Snyder continues to be a loser in the court of public opinion. Uh, but another place where there are winners, there are losers. Hopefully you're winning more than you're losing is betonline.net. Our friends and one of the sponsors of today's episode, your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball, golf, and much, much more, including Adrian Peterson versus Le'Veon Bell odds. Ooh. If you haven't heard about that, stay tuned because we're going to talk about that here in a second. Bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And betonline.net remains your best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check out on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action at BetOnline where the game starts. All right, and we're also brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto and rockauto.com. Of course, the ever-increasing makes and models that you see on the market, gas, hybrid vehicles, all sorts of different uh, makes and models, again, foreign and domestic, old, new, what have you. If you need a part, whether it be a vanity or whether it be a major part, like a fuel pump or something along those lines, maybe a new radiator, who knows, you can go to one place and one place only. And here's the best news, guys. As we always tell you, you don't have to actually go anywhere. You can go to your couch. You can go to your kitchen table. You can do it somewhere else in your house that we don't necessarily need to go into. But you get the point. Just go to your phone. Go to your browser, rockauto.com. You need to be to get the very best service, to get the very best parts for whatever you need for your car or truck at the very best prices. Why pay the factory dealerships? Why we're going to charge you for all that overhead, and they're going to charge you more because you're not Lenny the mechanic down the street. <clears throat> Why do that when you can go one place and one place alone, rockauto.com. And when you go to rockauto.com, here's what we want you to do. See all the parts available for your car truck, then write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Again, that's locked on in their how did you hear about us box. Amazing selection of reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever, ever need at rockauto.com. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen each and every day and your first watch if you're watching us along on YouTube. Either way you consume us, we appreciate you. So, again, the great news, Terry McLaurin signed to a contract extension according to all reports uh, on that front. So, great news for the Commanders. David, here's the bad news. This is how we were going to lead off our show. So, we kind of buried the lead, but... It was for a good reason. Dan Snyder continues to avoid Congress and their issuance of a subpoena to get him to testify. Um, so this is kind of confusing, but let me let me just, I guess, summarize it as best I can. After he refused to testify on last Wednesday, June 21st, when Roger Goodell did, Dan was, uh, it was announced that Dan was going to get a subpoena. They tried to serve the subpoena. He's out of the country. They tried to serve the subpoena to his lead lawyer. She said, I can't take it, da-da-da-da-da. Then it came out in the wash that the uh, House Oversight Committee wanted to depose Dan on Thursday, June 30th. 
And now Dan's lead lawyer says, nope, can't do it then because I'm out of the country. I'm not available. So right. here we are playing this game of footsie and, you know, tango, I guess, or tag, yeah. you're it. Because they keep saying, Dan's lawyers keep saying, no, 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 we've offered different dates to the House Oversight and Committee on Reform. Uh, and yet they only want to do it on one specific date. But they also have concerns about due process and other issues. So I guess – a good way to ask this to you would be, does any of this matter to you covering this football team, writing about this football team, thinking about this football team, or is this all procedural nonsense that really isn't big picture important to, I guess, us on that deal with the football side more? Yeah, I mean, that you know, the, the hard part to, to answer is how much this bleeds into the locker room, right? And And that's really the difficult part. And I think that what you see Washington do, whether it's, you know, by Dan and Sonia Snyder's willingness to do it or basically just, you know, social pressure and public perception uh, pressure to have to do it is, you know, they bring in guys like Jason Wright, they bring in Ron Rivera, who then brings in his staff, and, and they very much kind of handle this as a compartmentalization of, of everything that's going on. And, again, you, you just at this point in time, you have to kind of take Ron Rivera at his word uh, that the problems that are being talked about right now if they did exist back then, because again, as of right now, from the best we can tell, they're just accusations. But if they did exist beforehand, they don't exist anymore. And to the best of his knowledge and ability uh, to control some of these things, you know, that's, that's what it is now. At the end of the day, the head coach of the team, while he's the most forward facing, uh, you know, you call him executive team leader, whatever you want to call him on the, on, in the franchise, he can't be everywhere and he can't control everything. He can't control every department within the organization and all the executives and, and their interns and their junior level employees and all these other things. So there's only so much uh, one person can do, but there you can tell that they're making concerted effort to try to compartmentalize this thing and keep the football football, keep what's happening off the field in, in basically the past. And then that's essentially what we're dealing with is an evaluation of past activities. And then Jason Wright is very much taking the compartment of moving forward and trying to do that in a way. And while perceptively they all tie together, right? Like Jason Wright, you know, uh, you know, the team, you know, gets a photo with Sean Taylor's family and there's porta potties in the background. That gets a much bigger reaction because of the losing on the field and because of the accusations coming from the Dan Snyder level of operations. Whereas in a vacuum, it would be a little bit of a smaller situation than if it were all linked together. That's on the outside. On the inside, it looks very much like, okay, Jason Wright's dealing with this. Ron Rivera's dealing with this and Dan Snyder is over here dealing with this doing his best, and that's why I referenced at the beginning of the show, his best Olay as if he were a Spaniard and a bullfighter in a ring in Congress were trying to stab him with their horns. Or their steely knives, but they just can't kill the beast. <laughs> yeah, something. All right, something little like. Hotel California reference there. <laughs> My bad. I'm a huge Eagles fan, so yeah. I just kind of took the took The, the band not Eagles, a, not the not Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. Right. Not a, Whoa, not a don't cancel Eagles. us. Exactly. Not a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Um, you know, I, listen, here's, here, here's the bottom line. Okay. I, I mean, we could, we, we could go on and on and on about this. I, I mean, to me, this feels very much like an attempt to evade, uh, facing the music, right? And, oh, yes, and, and, while, 
while we give Dan, listen, some of us have speculated. I don't know if we have. Uh, I, I can't remember. I, I mean, I do so many things, uh, you, you know, on, on, in terms of the spoken word. Uh, I don't know if you've written about it and I missed it uh, on, on SI. Um, I've, I've at least wondered, hey, you know, does Dan have the money, the liquid cash to, like, sign a guy like Terry McLaurin, right, and to do with all the lawyers and the lawsuits and the this and the that and the buy and, and all that and the stadium, right? Well, you know, we give him credit when they get something done like they did uh, as we addressed with the Terry McLaurin episode. Well, now we have to kind of like say, yeah, but this is still the same Dan. They're dodging all these dates. They're dodging meetings. They're dodging telling the truth. They're dodging being fully transparent. And his lawyer can say whatever he wants. I don't care. Lawyers just talk and talk and talk and talk. Lawyers talk more than I do. And I talk a lot, as you know. Okay. So the bottom line is, is to me, this feels very much like an attempt to evade, stall, uh, you know, uh, whatever procedural tactics they can to get Dan not to talk, to not be fully transparent, to not be under oath, to not be deposed, to not put himself out there, whether it's his lawyer, him, whatever the case might be, David. And, And unfortunately for them, what they don't realize is this is going to continue to go on. And guess what? The good karma, the good feeling from Terry McLaurin's contract extension is eventually going to fade away a little bit. The good feeling, the good karma from Carson to Terry or or, or whatever the case might be, might get obstructed, to use a different word, obstructed by Dan playing this political game of, delay hey hide and seek can you find me can you come and get me can you serve me can you not serve me can i wait until the republicans all this nonsense uh and i'm and i'm obviously summarizing just to make this as quick as possible but i i think it i wonder if it's going to you know it's going to bleed into the football season right and it's going to take maybe some of the good karma away from a four and two start maybe or or something like that right And, and i hate that i don't want that I want this team to be successful on the field and off the field. Dan, if you're listening, buddy, if you're off the coast of France, if you're watching, pal, which we appreciate you, we appreciate you, get it done, get it over with, and put this away and just give in and stop playing this nonsense. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> of course it's not going to happen. I, a, a dopey man can plead and beg, yeah. right? I, I I mean, what else can I do, right? I mean, yeah. I, I can, you know what? The good I, news I, is actual game results and activities will take precedence. I, believe, I, I so hope so. That'll I be the good so. news. We'll see. They better be good game results and good activities. <laughs> All right. Speaking of activity, this is a different kind. David mentioned it a little bit earlier when we were telling you about our friends at Bet Online. Coming up next, former NFL and Washington running back and future Hall of Famer Adrian Peterson is doing what? Huh? That's next on Locked On Commanders. But first, another quick reminder, again, for our friends, which is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. You know, we have Major League Baseball right now. you got golf. you got Adrian Peterson, which we're going to tell you about coming up here. Uh, all sorts of odds, all sorts of different props, all sorts of different ways you can get in the action. I just want some big money on the Colorado Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup. So I was pleased uh, to make a very, for me, large bet on Bet Online and BetOnline.net. And so can you. You can check out all the information on MMA, boxing, and more. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at Bet Online, where the game starts. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, our final segment here on this episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And if you weren't sick of foolishness already... Adrian Peterson, former NFL running back, former Washington running back, is going to face Le'Veon Bell, another former NFL running back, in a boxing match on July 30th at Crypto.com Arena. So a lot of things that either don't make any sense or shouldn't make sense, including cryptocurrency, all coinciding all at the same time, Chris. Yeah, so this is um, <laughs> this is an interesting one for me, David. Um you know, I, 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 all right, so let me unpack this. Adrian Peterson's financial issues are pretty well documented, right? He made some bad investments or some people took advantage of him. Uh, he's had some legal issues, right? So yeah. it, it, it's, it's been made pretty clear that AP has some leg, some, some significant financial issues for a legendary running back, a guy who is going to the Hall of Fame, regardless of whatever anybody wants to say about some of the issues he's had, he's going to the Hall of Fame, right? He is that good. And he was really good for the Washington then Redskins. And then Jay Gruden cut him surprisingly, uh, or I'm sorry, Ron Rivera cut him rather, uh, after Jay Gruden kind of benched. It, it, it was this long circus, right? In 2009. The bottom line is, is this. I kind of feel bad for Adrian Peterson, right? He clearly is having trouble getting an NFL job. He was with the Tennessee Titans when Derrick Henry went out last year for a couple of games. Then he got let go. He's looking probably for money. And, David, I just got to think there's a better way to go out and try and market yourself or make money than fighting Le'Veon Bell, who apparently has been training longer for this. Uh, and they're going to meet in Los Angeles. And the question I have for you is, regardless of the motive, which I'm, I'm pretty sure what the motive is, are you interested? Uh, is this a car wreck or is this something of a circus act or is this something that gets you going on a Saturday night in late July? No, I think it's sad is, is what it is. Cause I mean, again, you know, uh, uh, the, the reasons, uh, for Adrian, I don't know about Lev, you know what I mean? But the reason for Adrian to be doing this seemed pretty clear and it's, it's pretty sad. And look, you know, I'm never going to, I'm never going to shame somebody for, uh, going out there and making money the best way they know how or the best way that they can. You know, we all have, survival up, up at the forefront of our minds or whatever. I just think it's really sad that Adrian has, has been put in this situation and, and to a certain extent, maybe he's a victim in some avenues, but in a lot of avenues, he's not a victim. You know what I mean? And uh, by and large, I'm kind of a major bed laying it type of person. We all have the ability to overspend and live beyond our means and extend our credit beyond uh, intelligent ways. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I saw a human empty for a guy who's clearly struggling. Um, I, I'm honestly not an MMA guy anyway. Like, I really don't care. Uh, I, I've just, I've watched it. I just don't get into it. Um, so that on top of the fact that it's the two people who don't actually do this for a living doing this, be, I mean, we're essentially just gathering around a circle to watch two people famous for doing something else do something they're not actually trained or proficient in. And uh, I mean, I just, 
I just don't get into it. I care less about this than I do about Tom Brady playing playing golf, to be quite honest. Yeah, I, I'm out on this too. I'm not, there's no chance I'm watching this. I reached out to Adrian to see if you know for comment or or if he would come on, and 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 he's you know right now uh, not saying anything. So you know, I mean, listen, I wish him all the best. I hope it works out for him. I hope. He's not that desperate, but it seems like he is desperate. I, maybe he looks and a guy like Logan Paul who turned, you know, a YouTube career into, you know, into so many millions and millions and millions of dollars in WrestleMania and MMA and all that stuff. Maybe he looks at that and says, well, this is my best path in life moving forward. Uh, to that, I say good luck. I mean, it's just kind of a shame for somebody that's going into Canton in a couple of years that he's got to do that. But either way, that's the story with that. And one last thing, Sam Howell uh, David says he'll be ready when his name is called, to which I say, of course he will. What else would he be? Yeah, I, I mean, we were. Would, would we expect him to say, I won't be ready if they need me? Yeah, I mean, you know, no no offense to anybody out there. I mean, this is, you know, this is what this time of the season is. Right. We take what we can. And, I mean, we've got interviews that we've done with position coaches and, and stuff like that that will be turning into content here as well. But this is something, I mean, this comment is, what, about a month old now? and. Yeah. Really, it wasn't even it wasn't even necessarily in the light that it's being portrayed in in this this article that went out. Um, you know, but yeah, I mean, Sam. Again, I mean, you know, you're, you're not going to get up there and, and Sam I'll ask you, hey, if you were thrust into action because Carson, you know, got injured and Taylor came down with mono, you know, how would you feel? And if if Sam was like, oh, I'd run back to North Carolina and see if I can get another right. year of of eligibility. That's what I like. Come on, man. Like, you know, he's he's going to say that and. Sam's a humble guy, you know, lost in the translation of this article that was written is actually him talking about how much he's learned from Carson and from Taylor and their mm-hmm. professionalism and how fun it is to be in that room, which I think is really the main part. Of the, the the biggest part that we should take away from the comments he made there during OTAs is is that part of it. But, you know, this is – it's the end of June. So Sam Howell saying that he's ready uh, to play if, if they need be and, and you know, the, the hatred around Carson Wentz. It's going to get clicks, and it got some clicks, and it got our attention, just like got other people's attention. I mean, to your point, I saw the headline on Pro Football Talk, and I said, oh, I, I sort of <laughs> remember him saying that. Let's yeah. talk about it because yeah. we need to fill time. We didn't know Terry McLaurin was getting a contract extension uh, when I put that <laughs> in there. Either way, Sam Howell, slinging Sammy Howell, will be ready to go if uh, they have to you know, break glass in the ceiling and all that good stuff. All right, so again, the big news, Terry McLaurin, a contract extension tied to uh, under team control to at least 2025. So congratulations to Terry and the Washington Commanders. This is a great, great bit of news for the Commanders organization and for Terry, and let's all celebrate somewhat of a sense of normalcy. All right, that's going to do it for us on this edition, Commanders fans. Thank you for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and first view of the day. Come on back for the next episode, which we will have coming up before the week in the holiday weekend is out. Now make your second listen and watch the Locked On NFL podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. Follow Locked On NFL every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever 
you get your podcast. If you want to hop in on the voicemail line, it's 301-615-3577 or locked on Washington Commanders at gmail.com. That's going to do it for us today, Washington Commanders fans. Thanks again for joining us. We're free and available on all platforms. For David Harrison, writing for SI.com's Fan Nation. Check out David's thoughts in print on Terry McLaurin's contract and what it all means. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medher show on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. We'll be back right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.